Today on the KC Carapults podcast, we're going to be discussing how to have a positive associateship arrangement in your office. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and this is my co-host, Dr. Patrick Hammond. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, man. Thank you. How awesome. are you? I'm great. You know, you and I have discussed this topic many times because we both have had several associates and things over the years. And, sure. you know, you hear a lot of negative stories about having an associate and and really from both sides of the, of the ledger. The doctors sometimes have negative stories. The associates sometimes have negative stories. But, you know, you really can make it something very, very positive for your practice and for the experience of the associate. And you've had some great situations I know in your practice. So I thought we could just talk a little bit today about this because I think it's an important subject for doctors. Yeah. You know, it it can obviously, as we all know, can be a challenge at times, but it's ultimately you have to show that, that respect to the associate doctor and the associate doctor has to show respect to the senior doctor in this circumstance and the ones that I, you know, have had the most success with are the ones that really buy into the system of what we're doing already. Right. Um, it's so much easier to jump on the the train that's already rolling rather than come in and try to implement things that they really want to do. If if you're a activator practice and you want to then try to do manual adjustments or a bunch of soft tissue work or rehab when the clinic doesn't really do that, it's not going to be a successful environment. So a lot of that lays in front of the the doctor when he's hiring them and laying out the expectation of what is expected. You know, you said a, a couple of really important things there. Respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Mm-hmm. Respect has to be has to be mutual for sure. But yeah. the whole idea of, of matching each other, I think, is important too. You know, if you di- have different techniques, how are you going to make that work? Is it better to have similar techniques? Is the associate doctor going to bring some new ideas in? And does the owner doctor want to implement those new ideas? And how do you match up on personality? If you're the doctor owner and you have this big, vibrant personality and you hire somebody who's kind of an introvert, how's that going to work out? I always think it's best to really have a good match on multiple levels to make it beneficial for everybody. Yeah. And I think that that's the number one success tip, I think, on all of it is make sure that those personalities match and then ultimately make sure that the um, the doctor syncs up well with the staff in the office. Right. I think at, at times the doctor syndrome can get in the way of these the the younger doctors getting in and thinking they can tell the staff what to do. And in reality, you and I know, and most successful doctors know, we're all one team and we all work together. And it's not really one person over another one. It's if we can all work together, we, we can all have the Super Bowl team. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's an important concept too. The the staff has to like the associate doctor and vice versa, of course. And there's always going to be that tendency, I think, for staff to lean towards the owner doctor. You know, I, I mean, obviously they have longevity with that person typically. And the owner doctor, well, <laughs> to be frank, signs their paycheck. So, you know, they're going to have a certain amount of loyalty. But if some of that loyalty can be transferred a little bit to the associate, I think that helps make a better associate arrangement. Yeah. And I think the 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 hiring doctor in that situation can kind of create some successful opportunities for the associate doctor and put them in a, a good spot for the staff and kind of that that natural confidence within the associate doctor can build pretty quickly. 
Right, right. And also think it's it's a good idea to be very open. I always tried to be really open with my associates. You know, here's what's going on behind the scenes with the business. Here are the marketing plans. Here's kind of our our long track of uh, a vision of what we want to to do over the next couple of years. And I would try to get them involved in those kind of things. Sometimes it was a little overwhelming for them because they're trying to focus on building a practice. But I always thought it was just a good idea to kind of get them involved in some of those behind the scenes things just a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, I, I 100% agree. And I'm definitely open. And, and I try to encourage associate doctors. A lot of times I make sure they can do everything in the office to some degree, whether our relationship works out, they're very successful. They want to go open their own practice. However, that may go. I just want to make sure they know how to do every little thing in a practice. Right. So many times our, our education system and chiropractic <laughs> does a marvelous job um, but sometimes in that business component, there's only so many hours in a day. So they, they, they kind of lack in some of that aspect. So I Not try to make so. sure that they know how to do the billing. They know how to schedule an appointment. They know how to take a credit card payment and then, you know, manage the patient through a, a treatment plan and get in and hopefully get some referrals out of that as well. You know, you bring up a great point there. I think the owner doctor is kind of an extension of the uh, education process for the young doctors in continuing helping them to learn everything you don't learn in school. You know, you come out of school and, you know, you're good at diagnostics, you're, you're, you know, your anatomy, you know, how to adjust, you know, how to talk to patients, but understanding that business side is incredibly important. Yeah. So they see what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of great doctors that were bad business people that are no longer in practice. So there is the caveat of, you know, being a great doctor, but also being a great business person in in those same aspects. And exactly, you know, you see examples of it everywhere, but some people just they, they, they they can't wrap their brain around it. Yeah. And I think you have to remember, too, a a positive associateship is really born out of being a good mentor for those Mm -hmm. associates. And uh, it, it's not a dump and run kind of thing. You don't bring them on board and then say, okay, well, I'm going to go take six months off or, you know, make sure you yeah. keep the numbers up. That isn't going to work. <laughs> and that's just going to drive more frustration into the relationship. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I think associate doctors sometimes leave is they just feel kind of enslaved sometimes mm-hmm. to the process. And they don't really understand why do I have this goal? Why do we need to bring in new patients? Why do we need to do this? And I think the more of a mentorship that you can create out of it, the better the associateship is going to be in the long run and profitable. Yeah. You know, and you and I've talked about this. It's that just keep a communication always open between the the two doctors or maybe three doctors if you have multiple associates and trying to encourage them, but not be overbearing at the same time. I think, you know, in my own, my own examples is sometimes that's challenging because you want to see them succeed and they're so close and you're trying to push them more than they want to be pushed. So sometimes you got to, um, you know, encourage and then step back and see how it goes. And which is, you know, like I said, it can just be a challenging concept. Right. Exactly. So, you know, I think the important takeaways here are create a positive relationship, be the mentor gain respect on both sides of the ledger, get the associate involved in all aspects of the practice. And I think it's okay just to be open and honest with them, even about some of the accounting side of the practice and how that works. And I think sometimes doctors think, well, then I'm just training them to go open their own practice. Well, you might be, but is that a bad thing? No, not necessarily. Um, You know, you're a great example of that. 
Patrick, you know, you, you were an associate in a fantastic practice for a while and you learned enough of the nuts and bolts that you were able to go out and start your own practice. And your former boss is very still to this day, very supportive of that. Yeah. You know, and there again, it's the environment in which it, you work, you know, you, you can, you can have a great time doing it. The associate doctor in, in my, my opinion to be successful as you, like we talked earlier, just, you have to buy into the system on how that doctor runs things. Maybe you agree with it, maybe you don't, but hey, that's, that ball's already rolling. So just jump on and uh, continue the success of that practice. And then you can grow your, your patient base up and go open your own practice and do it exactly how you want. But when you're under that umbrella of a main clinic, you do have to follow some maybe some guidelines that maybe you ultimately wouldn't want to do. But as a, a successful associate will do what's necessary to make, make the team shine. Yeah. And I, I think that give and take is incredibly important. So yeah. Love this conversation. I think it's incredibly important to the entire profession. So, yeah. hey, if you're ready out there to get your practice on the path to profit, schedule a breakthrough call with us. Do that today by clicking on the link below. And thanks for listening to the KC Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.